Is slide or transparency film on its way out? That's today's topic on deconstructing photography. My name is David Patton. When I started photography, I wanted to make art. I wanted to be a landscape photographer. But with a family to feed and bills to pay, I decided it would be better to be a working photographer than a starving artist. So I took a job as a photojournalist. 25 years and thousands of assignments later, it was time to go back to my first love. It was time to follow my passion. Come along on my journey to become the best black and white photographer I can be. Whether it be film or digital, I will be sharing what I learned through my successes and my failures in hopes to inspire and educate. This is my journey. This is right in the edge. For those who have never used slide film or transparencies, it is a film that when you make an image, it is a positive instead of a negative like you would have with print film. When you look at the slide on a light table or hold it up to a light source, you see what is captured. Slide film needs a different development. It's known as an E6 developing process, whereas color negatives are developed in a C41 process. It can be a challenge to use slide film. It has a lot less dynamic range than digital or even negative film. And it doesn't tolerate exposure mistakes. To get the best out of the film, you need to get your exposures right on. Even with those limitations, I shot that stuff by the 100-foot rolls back in the day. <laughs> I recently made a video talking about my latest zine, The Essence of Nature, The Early Years, where all the images in the zine were made with 35mm slide film. When scanning the slides, I was reminded just how good this film could be. In that video, I sung the praise of how unique the images made with the slide film looked and how good a quality the scans were. I even stated that I was so impressed I would even consider shooting more slide film, something I once said I'd never do again. Well, that's before I looked up what was available and what the price was for a roll of film. <laughs> it's a good thing I wasn't drinking my coffee when I saw the prices come up. I would have spewed all over my computer screen. Surely this price was for a two-pack, or maybe developing included? No. <laughs> it was almost $30 for a single roll, and that's without processing. Looking around a bit, the cheapest I could find was about $20 for a single roll. That's the cheapest I could find. $20 a roll for Kodak Ektachrome E100. And if I wanted 4x5 sheet film, that would set you back $57 for 10 sheets. How much photography can be done at those prices? Really, who is spending $35 to $40 a roll for film and processing? Just so they can shoot film. It's a cool look, but is it really worth the price? I hate to be that guy who's always complaining about the price of film, but come on. Who is using this stuff nowadays? I often hear film lovers try to make excuses for the high cost. Well, if you take inflation into account, that's cheap. <laughs> okay, maybe so, but is it really sustainable? The way I see it, at some point, new film shooters will just stay with a cheaper alternative, like a negative film, either color or black and white. Looking at what transparency film is still available in 2022, that is, if you can find it, because stocks are really low right now. Let's say at B&H. 
All they were listing were three transparency films. Fujichrome Velvia 50 in 35mm and 120. Fujichrome Provia 100F in 35mm 120 in sheet film. And Kodak E100 in 35mm 120 and 4x5 sheet film. So basically, if you want to shoot slide film or transparencies, you have three choices. Back when I was shooting exclusively slide and transparency film for all my nature and landscape images, that was really the only choice, especially if you were shooting for a publication like a magazine or calendar companies. Shooting for submissions, you wanted to submit images, that was the only way to do it, was on transparency film. And if you, really, and if you wanted images with that tight grain and saturated color rendition, slide film was your only choice. Today we have other options. We have digital cameras, so we don't even have to shoot film at all when it comes down to it. As someone who loves the option of using either digital or film, I fear that the film option is going away. I don't think enough people will use slide film once it reaches the point that the cost is just too high. There will always be a few holdouts that continue to stock their freezers and continue to use it, but without new photographers coming along, it will surely be discontinued. The less film is used, the less need for the chemicals will be needed to process it. At some point, the labs are going to stop offering E6 processing. It won't make a lot of financial sense to offer it. So I wouldn't want to be stuck with too much film in the freezer. We are probably still a ways away from that where that's going to be an issue. But we're thinking about, especially if you're sitting on a mountain of unexposed transparency film. I hate to be all doom and gloom. The death of film has been predicted since the first digital cameras and people are still making images on film. But one has to wonder, what is film photography going to look like in the near future? For myself, the only film I use today is black and white. And that's because I like the look. And I like the possibility of making prints in a dark room in the future. I really don't have a color print film that I'm in love with, so I use digital for color. And a large part of my personal photography is in black and white anyway. As I said earlier, I forgot how unique slide film could look. In the right light, the results can be stunning. Unfortunately for me, slide film may have crossed that line, that line where I can no longer consider an option for my color photography projects. And that makes me sad. If there's going to be a future for film photography, there needs to be an entry point that is going to attract new users. If the cost of entry is too high, it'll just wither and fade away because it's not attracting new photographers. Luckily, there are still fairly affordable options in the negative film space. Too bad that can't be said for slide film. I know this isn't uh, all that positive of a uh, podcast. <laughs> it's kind of a bummer. It's kind of a downer. And it probably won't affect that many photographers, really. The reason the film's so expensive now is probably not that many people are using it. I just like the option of using it. I wish I would have remembered how good it was a few years ago when it was a little more affordable and a lot easier to get a hold of. Who knows? Maybe they'll be, find a way to attract new photographers to slide film. I'm just going to leave you on that note. Until next time, thanks for coming along for the ride.